Uh, sharing is caring. Uh, we hear it all the time. Uh, we, uh, we say it, all right, kind of a worldly type of way. All right, I have candy, you want candy. All right, sharing is caring, hook me up, all right, type of thing. So uh, I want to just stress to us, if that's, if that's true, um, then there is nothing more important than we can share than the gospel. Uh, so uh, i got two questions I want to address today. The first question is uh, just what is the gospel? So I want to give a, just a brief um, synopsis of, of uh, my view of the gospel, and then um, how can we share the gospel? So I have a, a little demo. Uh, it's over here. I want a little demo to start with. Uh, I use this demo, and I'll, I'll, use, I'll, I'll finish it later in the, the thing, but it's just a, a bike wheel. It just represents riding the bike. Uh, so I think uh, we use the, the term, oh, is it, you know what I mean? Once you learn how to ride a bike, you can do it for the rest of your life. All right, and it's true. You know what I mean? I think you, know, you don't really lose the, uh, how to ride a bike. Um, but I think what we forget is how hard it is to learn how to ride a bike. Uh, what we do a lot of times when we're riding a bike is we go really, really slow, and we all right, inevitably all right, fall down, and we're very cautious, and we don't really... Um, just have that faith, all right, in, in ourselves that we can, we can do it. And we don't realize, all right, that, all right, for riding a bike, you don't even need, all right, to, to do anything. Once you get going, all right, once it gets going right there, all right, it's going to ride itself. It's going to do everything on your own. All right, and that's, that's kind of what I want to uh, talk about today. All right, if we can just, all right, stop with that, you mean, nervousness, all right, kind of nervousness I have right now, I'm trying to get out. All right, stop with that and just... Um, rely on the Holy Spirit, all right, that, I mean, he'll take care of the rest. All right, he, will, he will guide us, he will move us in that direction, and he will bring us to where we have to be. So um, the passage I want to read from today is in Ephesians. All right, Ephesians was written by Paul. Uh, it was written while Paul was in jail. All right, so I think that's uh, important. I don't know if I'd be writing uh, letters when I was in jail um, or I'd be just sitting there miserable and, and figuring out when my next meal is. Uh, but he wrote it to the church of Ephesus, and he wrote it as an encouragement. All right, it's even more impressive. All right, he's in jail, and he's writing an encouragement to the, the church right here. Um, and the encouragement was to ta- challenge them to be the church. Okay, to be the church. Um, the, the living body of Christ, all right, and what that means. Uh, so as we read our Ephesians 3, my goal is the same. I, wanna, um, I want us to be the church, by, but specifically I want us to share in the responsibility of sharing the gospel. It's not our Jeff's job our, to, to share the gospel to everybody. You know what I mean? It's his job to pastor us, all right, to all right, um, uh, be the, the head of the flock, all right, so that all right, we can go out there and we can spread the gospel. So uh, let's read Ephesians uh, 3, 6 uh, through 13 together. Uh, The mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. To me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for the ages of God who created all things. So that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
all right, in whom uh, we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. So I ask you not to lose heart over what I am suffering for you, which is your glory. So if we, if we start in verses 6 and 7, uh, they talk about a mystery. All right, the mystery uh, here Paul was referring to is uh, that at, the, at, the, at that time, the Gentiles uh, were, were thought of as uh, kind of unable all right, to be part of uh, the, the kingdom of, of God. All right, and uh, what Paul is saying right here is, is the mystery is that all right, they have every right you know, to the kingdom of God as the Jews did at the time. All right, um, this mystery, all right, this all right, gospel that, they were, uh, that he refers to uh, was for everybody. I think that's uh, kind of the first thing uh, I want to talk about today is, all right, the, all right uh, last, I was just listening. I'm going to ride in again to um, Jeff's uh, speech last week, and he talked about all right, Putin a little bit. All right, and it's not our all right, determination who should receive the gospel. If, if, he, if we were face-to-face with him, the most important thing we could tell him all right, is, is all right, the news about Jesus Christ. Um, so... Uh, regardless, all right, this mystery, all right, the Gentiles are on the same uh, footing as the, the Jews in terms of um, their, the, if they believe in Jesus Christ, okay, what that means. Um, and then also, all right, takes the opportunity um, to uh, show them, all right, that they can, I just lost my train of thought for one second, I'll be there. All right, so, uh, oh, and then, all right, it's according to the gift of God's grace, okay, uh, we're going to talk a lot about that today. All right, it is a gift. All right, that, that what we're talking about right there is, is all right, a gift. Uh, so what is the gospel? Uh, Webster's Dictionary all right, defines the gospel as all right, two different lines under it. One, one line said, the message concerning Christ, the kingdom of God, and salvation. And the next line said, something accepted or promoted as infallible truth or as a guiding principle of doctrine. Now, they're talking about how we use it kind of in the... All right, the regular uh, term, the word gospel. But I think if we put those two together, I, I like how it's put together. The message of, of Christ, the kingdom of God, and salvation all right, is an infallible truth, is the truth. That is the greatest truth that we can ever understand. All right, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, right, and the life. Uh, by studying word origins, we can see that the word gospel comes from the, the Greek word, uh, which I believe is pronounced euangelion, uh, which is translated good news. All right, it's derived from the word angelos, which means messenger. All right, therefore, a euangelos all right, would have been someone who brought the message of victory, okay, of other, some other um, personal or, or uh, political news all right, to other people. All right, the gospel is not just all right, uh, what we're going to talk about in a few minutes, but, but the gospel is something that is meant to be shared with people. If we, if we hold on to it and we, and we say, all right, well, thank God. It's, I, you know I mean, I'm, I'm saved. I'm good. And, and we, we don't go any further, all right, we are not. That's not the gospel. That was, that's not the intent here. The intent here is we have something so powerful, so awesome, that we want to share it with other people. So uh, I broke down the gospel uh, just to a couple of things to make it kind of brief. Uh, so... The, the first part of the gospel is, all right, and it's a good tie-in to what Jeff's been talking about right, the last uh, few weeks, is gospel, the gospel starts, or the good news starts with God. God created a perfect world. He created all right, man and woman all right, to be perfect in that world. 
All right, after he was done, he said, this is very good. He was pleased. All right, God, the creator of the universe, all right, the, who is infinite in power, all right, created a perfect world. Unfortunately, there's a little bit of bad news in there. I've got to kind of point that out, too. Okay, uh, we screwed that up. All right, uh, man and, and woman uh, decided, all right, that uh, they wanted more. I don't know how you can want more in perfect perfection, but all right, they wanted more. Uh, they wanted to be more like God, um, and they uh, made a decision um, in, in uh, partaking of the fruit, and that decision brought our imperfection into this world. So God created a perfect world. All right, we kind of screwed that up. Uh, all right, so that wouldn't be all right, good news right there, I guess. So we've got to have a little bit more good news there. Uh, the good news continues, all right? God, being perfect, all right, being the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, okay, had the whole picture already, already ahead of himself. He didn't create a perfect world and then say, all right, well, there's sin. So I guess, all right, if, you're, if, if they're pretty good, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll accept them into my perfect world. No, he set the standard of perfection, and he, meant, he means to keep that standard. He's incapable of not keeping that standard. God can't say, all right, I created a perfect world. All right, sin enters the world and says, all right, well, as long as it doesn't get too bad, we're okay. No, all right, if he's perfect, which he is, and he set a standard of perfection, all right, that is what he's, he expects. And the only way for us all right, as sinners to reach that uh, perfection is through Jesus Christ. All right, as we enter the, the Easter season, all right, the sacrifice that, that Jesus made on the cross all right, is all right, what allows us to be perfect once again in the eyes of God. That's the only thing that allows us to be perfect in the eyes of God. Jesus all right, was here for a short amount of time um, so, but all right, he realized that all right, for, for this whole thing to work out, all right, he couldn't just leave us alone once he left. All right, so the third part of that good news all right, is the Holy Spirit. All right, the reason I'm able to talk right now in front of all you guys is the Holy Spirit. All right, the Holy Spirit is with us every single moment of our lives once we accept Christ into our hearts. And he will guide us, he will strengthen us, he will give us courage. Or he will allow us to do things that we cannot even imagine. All right, the last part of the good news is um, for us who believe all right, in, in Jesus Christ, and we accept him and the Holy Spirit enters all right, through us. All right, God, all right, being perfect, established the earth to be perfect, and it will once again be perfect. And us believers all right, will all right, dwell in that perfect world as God intended it to be. That's the gospel. So, all right. Uh, go back to Ephesians 3, 8 through 9 uh, again. So now I want to talk about how can we all right, share that good news. Uh, just repeat these, these verses one more time. It says, to me, though I am the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. And to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. All right, the first thing that pops out of me right there in verse uh, 8 is, is to preach. All right, we, we come up here and, and uh, sometimes we come to church and we think all right, only preachers can preach. Okay, what preach all right, uh, is literally translated is to announce good news. Okay, we are all preachers. 
Are we all capable of being preachers? Okay, we don't have to. All right, don't give me that look, Mark. All right, even you. <laughs> all right, so we are all capable, all right, even Mark Lynch, who I love, uh, of being a preacher, all right, of sharing all right, that good news. And I know that because, all right, I've, I've seen all right, some of us do it. I've heard some of us do it, okay? And I, I'm, my encouragement is let's do it more. Okay, who do we preach to? In verse 9, uh, it says right there, and bring light for everyone. All right, sharing the gospel is for everyone. Sharing the gospel is for loved ones. Sharing the gospel is for strangers. Okay, um, it says, all right, in the Bible, it says, all right, all right, love your neighbor. Well, how did all right, Jesus define your neighbor? Everybody is your neighbor. Not just the person who lives one house, two, three. Okay, everybody is your neighbor. Who's the gospel for? It's for everybody. Who's the good news for? All right, everybody needs good news, especially in a world of such, all we hear is bad news. All right, good news is what we need to hear. I was reading something the other day. It said good news travels faster than bad news. I didn't believe it, okay, but they did studies. I'm, I'm a all right, science guy, so all right, you give me some, some facts, some studying, all right, it, it makes some sense to me. People want that good news, but if we just hold it inside, all right, it's not going to get out there. Uh, in uh, the first, in verse eight right there, it tells us all right, who gives us the ability to share it. All right, Paul, who wrote a good chunk of the New Testament, says, all right, to me, though I am the very least of all the saints, I'm the least of all the believers. That's how he thought of himself. All right, if he's the least, I don't even know, I don't know how small I am. All right, the grace was given all right, to preach, all right, the, the search, it was given to him. It's not of him. When, when Jesus left and gave the Holy Spirit, he gave us the tools. I talk a lot in physics. All right, we take the equations are our tools. All right, use those tools to help you solve a problem. We have the tools inside of us. We don't need to go looking for the tools. We don't know go looking for, all right, all this, all right, well, how do I do this? And how do I, no, it's inside of you. All right, and, and the last all right, part I love uh, for these verses right here, um, it says, the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. This mystery, God's plan, all right, this reinforces God's plan was perfect from beginning to end. He knew exactly how it was going to play out. And he's given us that opportunity, all right, to be part of, all right, that perfect world, that new earth, okay, if we just believe in him. All right, I, I, I said I was going to do two parts of my, my bike wheel demo. All right, so, all right, Jeff, I, don't, I just need the wheel for this one. What I want to kind of point out right here, okay, was um, when the bike wheel demo, the, the cool part, oh, we can see everyone knows how to ride a bike. Well, not everybody. Hopefully most people know how to ride a bike, okay? But uh, the cool part is when I show this in physics class, it kind of right, throws people off a little bit. All right, we think that, oh, the, the ground's holding us up and all that kind of stuff like that. But what we find out is that if, if we can get the, the Holy Spirit, we can just let him start moving, Okay, all right, he'll, hold himself, he'll do everything, all right? We, we, all right, we, if we try and do it ourselves, we're just, we're going to fail every single time. We're going to keep on, all right, I can, I can do it. Oh, man, I fell off again. You get on that bike, the first time you get on there, you're like, all right, I, uh, I'm going to, and then you fall over. But no, all right, he says, you know what, just, just let me get going. Let me get going in you, okay? I will hold you upright. I will give you strength. All right, that's our goal right here, people. 
All right, and if I don't, I'm trying to put this down and break all the drums and stuff like that. So, there we go. All right. So, uh, a buddy of mine, uh, as I was getting ready for this, all right, uh, recommended or, or suggested that I revisit the, the story of Philip um, and the Ethiopian in Acts 8. So I want to read that and kind of um, show how Philip was able to share the gospel um, as an encouragement for us as to how we can uh, get going right there. Okay, uh, and real quick, just so I'm not off. The timer up there, is that the timer from the beginning or is that since it started working? Um, it depends how good you preach. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> all right, here we go. So, all right, the, the later service, we might be starting late. Okay. Uh, here we go. Uh, Acts 8. Uh, now, an angel, make sure now an angel said, uh, the Lord said to Philip, rise and go toward the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem all right, uh, to Gaza. This is a desert place. And he rose and went. And, and there was an Ethiopian, a eunuch, a court official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of all her treasure. He had come to Jerusalem to worship. All right, and was returning, seated in his chariot, and was reading the prophet Isaiah. And the spirit said uh, to Philip, go over and join this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah, the prophet, and asked, do you understand what you are reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? All right, first point. In verse 29, it says, And the Spirit said to Philip. I don't know about you, and, and I'm not doubting any abilities. I've never heard, all right, actual words. We were praying the other day as a, as a board. I'm like, I, I feel really strong all right, about this as we were praying. I really felt our God was all right, telling me or uh, moving us in this direction. I didn't hear him audibly say that. And then I did a really bad job explaining it, so I got the whole board confused, by the way. It's a whole other right, sermon. So, but uh, the point is, uh, right, Philip right, very clearly heard, all right, the Spirit says, go over and join the chariot. How do we hear the Spirit? It starts with one, all right, one way, we, prayer. All right? If, we don't, if we're not praying, don't expect to hear the Spirit. Okay? If you're not asking a question, don't expect to get an answer. When we pray, when we start our days with prayer, I, I'm a firm believer. I loved uh, a couple weeks ago, and this really, I never heard it this way, um, but why do we do Sunday on right, the first day of the week? All right, to, get to set us up for the rest of the week. We need that. Why do I put my clothes on before I go to work? Because it would be kind of silly if I didn't. Okay, why do I start my day with prayer? To set me up for the rest of the day. Are we praying? Are we praying for people who need to hear the gospel? Are we praying for people we know who need to hear the gospel? Are we praying that we can be a, a vessel to deliver that gospel? Uh, I started a, a prayer list uh, that, you know what I mean, just, just loved ones. And I felt guilty. I'm like, all right, well, I've got to make that little slow longer. And, and, and loving your neighbor is the extent of it. You know what I mean? There's no end to that list, okay? But we have to be praying. All right, Lord, all right, give me all right, the name of a person who, who needs to hear the gospel today. 
who is searching all right, and cannot find what they're searching for all right, because they have not been are introduced to all right, Jesus Christ. All right, Philip was in prayer, so he was able to hear all right, the Spirit. Second part of that, all right, and I love, um, it, says, it says, go over and join the chariot. Verse 30, so Philip ran all right, to him and heard. It didn't say he, he, he moseyed on long. He was trying to be cool coming around. Hey, all right, we got, I got something for you here. Let's, let's, no, no, he said he ran. He didn't, look, he didn't care how silly he looked. He didn't care about it. He ran over there. He ran at the prompting of the Holy Spirit. All right, I'm, this is, I'm guilty right here. I don't run to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I, 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 you know, I'll, I'll go over there and I'll, I'll kind of mosey on over there. If, if it that, hopefully I do that at least. Okay, too often, you know, I say, mm, are, are you really telling me to do that? Do you really want me to go over and talk to that person? As I pray and, and I get deeper and deeper in prayer, um, I, <laughs> I feel more guilty about not doing that. Um, and that guilt is just me saying, you know what? Lord, more of you, less of me. More of you, less of me. Are we praying? And when we hear, are we running? That's the two things we got right there. Now, the second thing. Okay, it says, Go over to Sheriffville, ran to him and heard him reading Isaiah the prophet and asked, Do you understand what you're reading? He said, How can I uh, help, or how can I unless someone helps me? All right, the next thing, uh, Philip, all right, Philip, he knew the scriptures. All right. He, he can't go over and help this Ethiopian. He can't go unless he didn't know the scripture. So he's offering his help right here. The Ethiopian saying, I don't know what I'm reading. Philip, all right, then proceeds to, to kind of walk him through, all right, the, the verses in Isaiah right there. How do we share the gospel? We starts with prayer. Starts with listening to the Holy Spirit, all right? But if we really want to all right, share it, we have to be in our scriptures. We have to study the scriptures. We have to know the scriptures. Does that mean memorize the whole Bible? Well, no, but memorizing part of it wouldn't hurt. Or does that mean, okay, that we have to have every answer, every question? Absolutely not. All right, but all right, we should have, we should have enough questions so that we are so firm in our faith in Jesus Christ, all right, that there is nothing all right, um, more true to us. If I said I'm wearing a blue shirt right now, okay, or... All right, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I can choose one as an absolute truth. I'm choosing Jesus. All right, Philip prayed. He heard the Spirit. All right, he ran. Okay, and um, all right, he knew the Scriptures. Uh, on, in verse 35, so in Acts 8, 35, I love uh, how it says right here. It says, then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning with this scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. I can only, I, I'm reading this, and sometimes you read things and you glance over them, especially when you're reading, you know what I mean, a lot. You, you're trying to get a lot of reading in, and you don't do it. But when you break down, to me, the, what, what I'm doing right here is the worst part of, of this whole experience for me, all right? The, whole, all right? the best part of the experience is just spending so much time in the Word studying and, and learning and getting ready for this. You guys should, 
plan a, a sermon, even if you never tell anybody about it. Just spend that time in the scriptures. You will be so filled. You will, you will be so, it was, it was just an awesome, awesome feeling. So here I, I'm reading, then Philip opened his mouth. I've never heard someone right, say that. You know I mean, you, obviously you're going to talk, unless you're a ventriloquist, okay? You're going to open your mouth before you speak. All right, it seems redundant, but I don't think it is. I think he opened his mouth, and I don't even know if he spoke. I think the Holy Spirit just came right out of him and just said, all right, this is the good news about Jesus. When you're nervous, when you're uh, apprehensive, just open your mouth. Just know the word Jesus is coming out and know how powerful he is in your life and open your mouth and, and the Holy Spirit will take care of the rest. So I, I uh, just put some, some things right here, talk about a, a couple of them. Uh, this is how do we share the good news of the gospel? All right, so we start with prayer. All right, read and study the scriptures, run toward the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Put a couple of others there, demonstrate love. Okay, um, it says, all right, they will know that we are Christians by our love. If you're not, all right, and he makes a joke, and it's, not, it's a joke, but it's pretty funny. If you're not demonstrating love to your neighbors, don't put the sign up. Okay? If the, if the, the Holy Spirit's not working through you demonstrating that love, okay, maybe that's not the day for you to share the gospel. But if you can, all right, represent, if you can demonstrate that love day in and day out, people will be drawn to you. They won't know why. You will. They will be drawn to you. And then you will have that opportunity to share the good news of the gospel. Be honest about your imperfections. If we're not sinners, we don't need Jesus. If you go around pretending you're perfect, all right, no one's going to think you need anything. If you're honest about your imperfections, other people will realize, all right, well, I'm not perfect either. And then once we've accepted that, all right, well, all right, we've got a great starting ground right now. None of us are perfect. Okay, if we can just get you to buy in that God created everything, if there's a God and he created everything to be perfect, all right, and yet we're, we fall short of that, well, bam, Jesus, we're good. Admit mistakes. Own, own them. All right, understand that, all right, those mistakes okay, ultimately are taken are from us, are from Jesus on that cross. When we're sharing the gospel, okay, let's not, you know, and I, 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 don't, I never tuck my shirt in, but don't, you don't have to tuck your shirt in and, you know what I mean, and, and stand for and wear a tie everywhere you go. No, you got to be real. Come as you are. Uh, next thing we're up there is be passionate about your faith. Uh, North Carolina beat Duke last night, all right? I'm, and I stayed up probably too late watching it, okay? Uh, and he was up too, by the way, because I texted him late. And I don't know if he was watching it or not, but he was up late, so. Oh, so, okay, whatever. So, uh, how many people today are talking about that North Carolina Duke game? It was a great game, okay? Not many. It's a soccer guy. He doesn't know anything over there, okay? Uh, there's probably a lot. How many people are talking about, all right, Jesus Christ? How many people in there, not, not in here. In here, you, expect, you were expecting to hear it, okay? I'm saying when we go out there. When you leave here, 
All right, the first conversation you have your buddy. Oh, did you, did you see, all right, uh, that, you mean that play at the end of the game, this, that, the other thing, did you see that? Or do you know that, all right, Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins? Which one's coming out of your mouth first? Which one has a longer impact on someone's life? All right, be passionate about it. All right, uh, Don was saying earlier, I mean, he, he loves Wednesday. I love Wednesday night with the, with the men uh, study group as well. It's because you see the passion in these guys. You see, they just, they want to learn more about God. They want to learn more about Christ. They want to be filled more by the Holy Spirit. You can't fake that. That's not something that, you know what I mean? You just, that is true passion. That is what people see when you're going around and you're demonstrating that love towards others. And you're demonstrating, all right, that you are passionate about, all right, why you have that love in you. People are drawn to that. And when they're drawn to that, bam, share it. Share the reason why. Uh, next thing I put up, there's practice. All right, sounds kind of right, uh, corny, but all right, I teach high school. These kids, you have the little index cards out there, and they're practicing, and the SAT words, and all these kind of things, and they're studying. Okay, uh, practice, all right, specifically sharing the gospel. Write down the gospel. Write it on an index card. If it's not big enough, write it on a sheet of paper. All right, if you got more than that, it's the Bible. All right, I mean, that's, that's, just, that's the, the good news right there. It's all right there. Okay, if you're not going to read the entire Bible, all right, um, get it shorter. Today's all right, attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. Okay, so you might want to right, start with, all right, like I did right there, just who is God, who is Jesus, who is the Holy Spirit, and, and how is it all tied together? Okay, but practice it. Stand in front of a mirror, all right, and talk like you're talking to somebody else. It sounds funny, but guess what? If you don't do that, those words don't actually come out of your mouth. It's going to be that much harder when you get in front of a person. Don't say, oh, well, and, and I'm not uh, putting anybody you know, on the spot or whatever, but you know, I mean, don't say, oh, the Holy Spirit's going to, you know, no, the Holy Spirit will, all right, but he also rewards those, all right, who are diligent. Uh, and I wasn't playing on, but the, the reminds me of the, the, the um, it's a joke where it says where there's a flood and, and someone's you know, trapped in the house and a boat comes up and, and says, uh, uh, oh, hop in, I'll save you. He's like, no, God will get me, God will get me. All right, and then the flood gets higher and a helicopter comes in and says, hey, get on. I'll, no, God will get me, God will get me. All right, and then he ends up drowning and going to heaven and says, God, what happened? He says, oh, well, I sent a boat. I sent a helicopter, all right? I don't know what else you want me to do, okay? At some point, we got to do something, all right? And, and practicing what we're going to say is a good start right there. All right, and last thing I put up there was prayer, and, and I didn't, it wasn't a typo, okay? When you've done all that, pray again. Pray some more. Pray without ceasing. Pray always. And, and part of that prayer have God, who do you want me to share the gospel with? Where do you want me to share the gospel? We had the Hinkles here, a couple, all right? They were both prayed, you know, too. They both heard the Holy Spirit tell them the same, all right, the same thing. They want, I want to go overseas. I want to go to Africa and, and, and preach the gospel. Are we all going to Africa? Probably not, okay? But are we willing, all right? Are we, or would we run to Africa? I guess we can't run to Africa, but would we run to the plane to get to go to Africa? 
All right, if that's what we, if that's what we heard the Holy Spirit all right, call us to do, we won't know unless we are in prayer. Good news is I went off my notes, but I have no idea where I'm at right now. So, uh, so I want to uh, I want to all right uh, just close with the end of this uh, Ephesians right there, um, and then afterwards I'll I'll pray silently. But the end of Ephesians uh, 13, uh, Ephesians 3, 14 through 21 is a prayer. Um, this is Paul's prayer. It says, for, the, for this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with your inner power through his spirit in your inner being. Okay, so all right, where is that strength and power coming from? Holy Spirit. Verse 17 through 19, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts, through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Our love of Christ, we talked about the Holy Spirit. Where do you get that strength and power from? Holy Spirit. Where is that love? That love comes from Christ. And Experiencing that will give you the fullness of God. All right, now, to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Read that prayer. Say that prayer. Acknowledge the Holy Spirit. That's where your strength and power comes from. All right, acknowledge the love of Christ, what he did for us on the cross. Acknowledge all right, that the only way all right, to restore perfection that God intended all right, is through Christ. That is where our fullness of God comes from. I had, and I, I'm not going to lie, I put something in the back because I just wanted to go back. You know what I mean? And I thought that was really cool in the middle of the sermon. You kind of leave and come back. So uh, just a last demonstration to kind of show... <laughs> I did right here, so get right there. If I go back to verse, uh, uh, to verse 18, may this may have the strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth. Now, as a science person, I'm reading this. I'm like, all right, wait. We got length and width and height. So we got we got length, we got width, and we got height. And I'm like, that's four dimensions, and it doesn't quite make sense to me as a science person until I realized that that fourth dimension, okay, that depth, okay, that he was talking to right there all right, is a dimension unlike right, any other. All right, when we fold up right, a box right there, all right, I'm walking through the schools when I was making this, and, and everybody was like, what are, you, what are you talking about right there? There is where your depth comes from right there. That's my prayer. All right.